nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another weekend episode of the Zika Health Show. This is weight management expert, Narado Zika Powell. And in this weekend short, I'm going to explain the benefits and downfalls of our good friend, intermittent fasting, especially when it comes to weight management and our health. Because fasting is still a hot topic, especially for those who are trying to lose weight. And it, it can be really good for you. It really can. But a lot of times, especially if it's not monitored by a specialist, it's not being done correctly and causing more problems. So I'm going to break down a whole lot of stuff for you today. And at the end, I will give you some recommendations so you can properly, is there properly, right? I mean, properly implement a fasting protocol. But before I get into the episode, I want to quickly remind everyone that I've now released the Zico Health Recommendation page with just about any product I've ever recommended for health, weight loss, fitness, and more. So the link to the Zico Health Recommendation page will be in the show notes and will be in the description of the podcast. I also have some discount codes so you can get some discounts on some amazing products. And with that being said, let's talk about intermittent fasting. You know, I like to begin my shorts with a definition, right? So what is intermittent fasting? I like the definition from Healthline because it, it breaks down that it is an eating pattern that cycles between periods of fasting and eating. I'm pretty sure everybody knew that, right? It also says that it doesn't specify which foods you should eat, but rather when you should eat them. Except in my protocol, I do specify my clients what foods they should eat, but that's a different discussion. So in this respect, intermittent fasting is not a diet, not in the conventional sense, but I would say more accurately described as an eating pattern. So this definition is spot on. Here's some few things I want to add, though. There are different ways to fast, like water fast, dry fast, dinner to dinner fast. And to be honest, I implement just about every type of fasting in my protocol, especially when, when I was healing my gut because of my asthma issues and my allergy issues, which... March coming up, so what, let's say a month and a half from now, is going to hit three years that I have been on any medication. And 
I don't have any breathing issues since I've healed my gut. So think about that. And fasting was a part of that and still is a part of that journey of reducing oxidative stress and keeping my gut healthy. So yes, fasting has a lot of benefits. So let's talk about them. One, when you fast, several things happen in your body on a cellular and molecular level. For example, your body adjusts hormone levels to make sure that your stored body fat is more accessible. That's it right there, right? It already sounds amazing because now you fast and your body starts to shift to make fats more accessible. But doesn't, that doesn't always happen. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more later on in the show. Fasting can reduce insulin resistance by lowering blood sugar and fasting insulin levels. That also sounds amazing, right? Especially if you're insulin resistant. If you listen to my episode with um, nutritionist M Emily Cornelius, it was uh, late last year. And we talked about insulin resistance because that's what she focuses on. She's an expert in insulin resistance. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to the interviews with Emily Cornelius. We dove into so many things because at this point, most people who are overweight, we are beginning to understand that they're insulin resistant to some level. They may not be diabetic or pre-diabetic, but insulin resistant to some level. That's just the start of being pre-diabetic or diabetic. You didn't get, you didn't go to the doctor one day and say, oh, I'm diabetic. It started and you never did anything from the beginning. Anyway, moving along. When you fast, your cells can also initiate important repair processes and change the expression of genes, i.e. epigenetics. You know how much I love to talk about epigenetics, lifestyle modification. And there are a lot of people who I know and have worked with who don't fast for weight loss, but fast to promote cellular autophagy and fast to improve their health, cellular repair. So that's another banging benefit why a lot of people think, yes, I need to fast. For those who are trying to put on lean muscle, check this out. The levels of growth hormones skyrocket, skyrocket increasing as much as fivefold. This has benefits for fat loss and muscle gain, just to name a few. So you can fast and put on some lean muscle. At my age, age 50, I almost said 50, wow, age 39, maybe I'm 50 and I don't know about it, <laughs> but at, my, at age 59, I put on about a pound of lean muscle most months and I verify that with on my in-body machine. The last benefit I want to mention here is that when fasted, your cells initiate the cellular repair process. Very similar to what we talked about, about the, the repair process and change of gene expressions. But now I'm talking about the actual cellular autophagy and cellular repair process. This is where cells digest and remove old and dysfunctional proteins that's built up inside the cells. So that's another benefit, right? So fasting just sounds amazing. 
three and five, so the epigenetics piece, when I talk about the expression of genes and changing expression of genes, and also five, when I talk about initiating cellular repair, these are just some of the reasons why there are animal studies that show that, that fasting can re prevent cancer, can prevent cancer. Don't, don't come after me and say, well, that is the Nerado show and, or Zico show, whichever name I, you know, you know me by. And he says that fast to prevent cancer. That's not what I said. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not going to pretend to be. But there are studies that show that fasting can help to prevent cancer and other health issues. Because cellular autophagy and turning off certain cells. Powerful, right? And there are other benefits to intermittent fasting like brain health and the list just goes on and on. Like I can make a whole episode just talking about the benefits of fasting. I mean, weight loss, muscle gain, cell repair, these all sound amazing. And no wonder why intermittent fasting, or some may call it IF, is one of the main trends in health and fitness. Our ancestors went through moments of fasting. Moments when they were fed, moments they were, moments they were fast or should I say fasted, because foods were not readily available. Our bodies shift, our biology shift. We can go into temporary states of ketosis, one of the reasons why I cycle ketosis. Our body's very intelligent, and it's there to protect us. But I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't talk about the possible downsides. Because just like anything else, there are possible downsides. Let's go through a few. Hunger and cravings, especially if you're not metabolically flexible. Headaches and lightheadedness. That's sometimes also tied into not being metabolically flexible. Digestive issues. If you don't have the right gut enzymes, if you're, you don't have the right gut bacteria, there are a lot of things that can happen if you fast, especially for too long. Mood swings, your sugar drops if you're not fat adapted. And your sugar drops because your body doesn't know how to break down fats. It's craving sugars. So then mood swings. You know, when they say when you're hangry, that's not a normal state. That or that's not just something that should happen when you fast. You're hangry because your sugar drops. Like when I go to the store and I'm hungry, and my friends say, Don't don't shop hungry. I tell them, I sh I can shop hungry and be fine because my sugar hasn't dropped. I am perfectly fine. My body is breaking down fat in between my meals, my own body fat, actually which I actually don't have a lot of, but whatever is there, it does that. There's fatigue. And guess what? Weight gain. You can gain the weight back. And more. I know I slowed that down on purpose because I wanted to stress the weight gain part. You can fast and gain weight. Now, why do these things happen? There are always reasons, right? I mean, there, there, there are a few, but the main ones I'm going to go over are you're fasting for too long, you have hormonal imbalances, you're nut nutrition deficient, and you're metabolically inflexible. I'm going to talk about each in a, just in a little bit. Again, this is a short, not a very long episode. If you fast for too long, you'll put your body under, under undue stress, raising your cortisol levels. 
like there's this product I believe in, Lumen. And when you blow into it, it tells you if you're primarily burning fat or primarily burning carbs. And it gives you food recommendations based on what your body's burning so your metabolism can become more flexible. Now, I bring that up because I've been using it for about three months now. They sent it to me. I joined their Facebook group where there are a lot of people go in and ask questions and I help them. And a lot of them listen to my podcast. So if you listen to my podcast, part of the Lumen Group, what up? But there are people who come in the group sometimes who fast and they wonder, I'm fasting, but I'm burning carbs, not, not, not fat. Where are these carbs coming from? And I'll explain to them that a lot of times they're fasting too long. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know the issues with chronic cortisol. Cortisol is not bad. But chronic having really chronically high cortisol levels creates a lot of issues. And when you fast too long, that's what tends to happen. That's why I explained to those in Lumen. And by the way, the website is lumen.me. And you, use, you can use code Zico Health to get 10% off. At least check it out. I talk about it all the time because I 100% believe in it. And the website is also on the Zico recommendation page, which again will be in the description of the show notes at least. Or in the description of the podcast, at least. And I usually put it in the show notes. Right? But yeah, fasting too long, especially if you're metabolic inflexible, cause your, your cortisol levels to, to rise because your body's out of undue stress. And then it's trying to burn sugars. It's still not getting to your fat. It's not shifting to your fat. So the timing of your fast is very important. Excessive fasting can lead to nutrient deficiencies. You know, there, there are fasting protocols now where people, they will fast for, you know, 20 hours a day and try to eat once a day. I, I don't remember what movie I was watching the other day and the person went on a, like multiple blind dates, right? And one of the blind dates, the guy fast, he was talking about how he practices one meal a day. He's like, that's how the cavemen used to do it. And she said, wasn't the life expectancy of cavemen like, 35. <laughs> I don't know how true that really is, but and then he started to like black out as he was talking, right? Because you can end up being nutrient deficient if you overfast. Your body needs food. That's basically what I'm saying. And something else I want to say here too, if talking about the uh the hormone issue, if you're diabetic, especially if you're not being monitored by a health or medical professional, your blood sugar may drop to dangerous levels. And hormone issues like dropping your Thyroid um, T3 hormone, which is crucial for energy, can happen. So the excessive fasting and fasting for too long can definitely, definitely cause some issues. So in short, our bodies need food. When we starve our bodies, it will quickly prioritize the large processes like your heart. While starving the small processes, we can shorten your lives. It's like it's like a car. You know, if, if if you don't change the oil or you don't, I'm not a mechanic, so I don't know exactly how this works, but if you don't change the oil or do certain things, the car may still run, but the engine will still go, but a lot of the small processes in the car will starve, and eventually the car is just going to break down or break down sooner. And they're going to say, over time, oh, you haven't been doing the maintenance you're supposed to.
Now let's move on a little bit. Because remember at the end, I'm gonna give you some recommendations for implementing a fasting protocol. So let's talk about metabolic flexibility and gut enzymes. Because these are really all tied together. You've been following the Zika Health Show. By now you know about gut enzymes. I've had solo shows on them. I've brought on guests that we've talked about them. But we talk about gut enzymes, how they're connected to being metabolically flexible. And that's the same idea behind Lumen. It trains your, they give you nutrition advice to train your body to be metabolically flexible, to have the right enzymes to break down fat or carbs. And if you haven't, go back, listen to Zika Health, listen to like my previous episodes. I have one that's specifically titled Gut Enzymes. Might be gut enzymes and something else. I think it's metabolic flexibility and gut enzymes, I believe. But enzymes in there, go back, I think it's from early in January. So it's not that far back. One of my short solo shows. But if you're not metabolically flexible, especially if you have a sugar metabolism, you would less likely burn fat, but you can stress your body and your blood sugar would drop to unsafe levels. And again, that's tied into fasting too long because if you're not metabolically flexible and you fast too long, you're just exacerbating that problem. I can fast for a couple of days and I'm fine. I don't usually, and usually I do a dinner to dinner fast once a week, but I can fast and be fine. I think the record for fasting is 365 days and the, guy, the person lost like, I think it's from Japan. He lost hundreds of pounds, right? But when he first started fasting, I'm pretty sure he felt terrible until his body got to the point where he shifted and started using, bringing down his fats because he had no choice. And one more thing I want to say here, by the way, about my recent episodes, to talk about gut enzymes, I'd rather you listen to them in this order. Introduction to gut enzymes and metabolic flexibility, keto versus metabolic flexibility, and metabolic flexibility with Lumen Metabolic Coach Maria Fox. And those are all going to be in the show notes so you can look at those or look at that order again. And so you can know to listen to the shows in the in those orders. Or say in this order. Lastly, as promised. Here are some ways to implement a fasting protocol to promote fat loss. It begins with habits around fasting. You hear that? Not actual fasting, but the habits around fasting. So what craziness are you talking about, Zico? One, reducing stress. I know it sounds like when I tell people that it sometimes sounds like made up, like it's almost impossible because we live in a very stressful environment. Most of us do, especially if you're on the Western side of the world, we don't take time to reconnect and we don't focus on silence. We just want to get stuff done, right? But it's very important to reduce stress because stress promotes a sugar metabolism, sugar metabolism because it raises your cortisol. So habits like meditation, Diaphragmatic breathing, slow breathing are great to reduce stress. And if you haven't yet to, I have another episode that I released last week. It's morning habits to jumpstart fat burn. 
listen to that episode. It's a short, I think it's a 15, 16 minute show just to give you what my morning habits look like because those practices work like gangbusters. The things you do around your fasting plays an important role before you actually implement a fasting protocol. Because if you're fasting and you're stressed, you're going to be hunger, craving sugars, and then your blood sugar is going to drop and all kinds of things can happen. The next thing is start with a shorter window. I was actually looking at my notes and my notes say a, a, um, a larger window. So I'm going to correct that. Is Start with a shorter window. Don't jump into a long fast, especially if you have a sugar, sugar metabolism. I don't know what's going on with me this evening. Sugar metabolism. Start at a low end and just slowly increase. Now, here are some guidelines on fasting windows. Fasting windows for women and men are different. And I generally recommend 12 to 14 hours for women, about 14 to 16 for men. Because our hormones are different and our needs are different. And women tend to have hormonal imbalances quicker than men in longer fasts. So start at the, especially if you're new, Females start about the 12, males around the 14. And then you can play with it, see how your body feels, and adjust accordingly. Don't jump to the, to the end of the spectrum and try to do 14, 15, 16, 17, 18-hour fast, and then you're going to wonder why you feel like crap. But I want to stress here, though, that I'm talking about daily fast. And again, be mindful of any health issues. And by the way, before you make any dietary changes, remember to check with a medical professional, especially if you have underlying health issues. The next thing is training metabolism to be more flexible. As your body shifts from sugar to fat metabolism, it will become better at breaking down its own body fat for fuel. And that's another reason why it, these all work together, right? Because if you train your body to break down fat, and then you're, you're more metabolically flexible, your fasting window can lengthen because your body's become used to breaking down its own fat. And in some cases can even bring you into ketosis, especially if you're like me, I cycle ketosis. And remember, I talk about Lumen, get your 10% off, go Zico Health, shown, it's going to be in the description of the podcast and on the Zico recommendation page, so you can get your Lumen and definitely check it out. I only mention it a lot because I absolutely 100% believe in this amazing product. Because once you're metabolically flexible and you consistently fast at the height of your window, so again, 14 hours for women and 16 hours for men, then guess what? you're even breaking down more and more fats because you get to that point to where your body is just like, okay, I'm metabolic, you're metabolically flexible. You can break down fats, including your own body fat. Cycle ketosis even, the way I do. Then there's a kicker. You can even implement a 24-hour dinner-to-dinner fast. I would even say that, especially if you, if you become metabolically flexible, 
you can try dinner to dinner fasting after about two months of consistently fasting at the height of your window. But remember, go back and listen to that whole list or just read the show notes and follow that because you want to build up to the point where you can fast at the height of your window consistently. Then once you're there, you start to think about a once a week dinner to dinner fast. At that point, your metabolism is operating more efficiently, optimally, and you are just ready to take on the world. And when you're fasting, because my friends make fun of me that my favorite day is my fasting day, because the days that I fast, I feel balls to the walls amazing. And that's what I want for you. So there it is, fam. Enjoy your weekend. Let's crush 2022. Thanks for listening to the Zico Health Show. If you got good quality content out of this episode, save, subscribe, and share it out there with family, friends, coworkers, or anybody who needs to hear this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.